There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. My next guest and I met through another podcast and have since become great friends supporting each other from different parts of the world. Hanan El-Bashar, known as the Business Doctor, is based in the Middle East and works with entrepreneurs who want balance in their lives whilst running a prospering business. She believes that business success doesn't have to come at the expense of your health and happiness because when you nurture one, the other will grow. Hanan has worked with me to create her own podcast, Empowered to Grow, which shares the stories of empowered women who've become a beacon of hope and guidance for others. I hope you enjoy this passionate conversation with Hanan as much as I did. Welcome, Hanan, to the Ethical Evolution. Thank you, Bindi. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Now, uh, you and I have been... uh, good friends for a few years now. We met on uh, another podcast that I was a host on some time ago. And, um, you know, we have uh, enjoyed some late night uh, catch ups uh, from the (laughs) other side of the world. And, um, you know, we have watched each other evolve um, through this time. And I just have to say, it's been something very special to me. And I am so glad to have you here on the Ethical Evolution. Um, But for those people who don't know you, you're coming to us all the way from the Middle East. And uh, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Okay. So um, I'm Hanan Basha. I'm the business doctor. (laughs) And yes, I claimed that (laughs) with the the, the passion and um, kind of the the qualifications to back it up. Um, I'm in... (sighs) Okay, let me let me put this on a personal context and in a professional context. Personal context: I'm Egyptian. I live in Qatar in the Middle East. Mm. Um, I'm passionate about life. I'm passionate about humans, and uh, I'm all about connection and collaboration. Which I believe that's why we resonated so much um, with each other when we first uh, started speaking, and um, and I enjoyed. Um, the healing and the revelations and the and everything we got to share together so thank you for that and uh, yes and that is exactly how I connect as a human that led me to realize that that's something I can capitalize on um, and share professionally so the business doctor for me came up when I said okay I I'm passionate about supporting women in business specifically just because we are at a huge disadvantage in that area <laughs> and not a lot of resources are kind of tailored to our lives and our circumstances and everything we have to deal with in the multiple hats that we wear so I thought that's what I wanted to start to do and then I realized that I needed to heal too 
I was angry. I was resentful. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel good enough. And all the, mm. the, the fireworks that came along with it. And uh, that led me on to, I call my healing journey, the start of the healing journey. I don't think it ever ends. It's a kind of um, ongoing thing. But that led me to further um, certifications, learnings, experiences, connections, and that broadened my horizon so much. So it wasn't just about, okay, let me support women in business. Let me support women to understand their worth, to reduce their entrepreneurial overwhelm, to dig deep, to appreciate, well, first acknowledge and then appreciate their core competences from when, from, from, uh, upon which they can then uh, build sustainable, profitable businesses with thriving and balanced lives alongside. So mm. it kind of became a whole package of, I want to be there all across. And I found this, then I had to go through the journey myself because first, of course, you know how it starts. It's like, oh, I want to help the women of the world. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's not happening. That's frustrating. Let me go back. Okay, I want to help the women in the Middle East. And okay, hang on a second. <laughs> and and it kept going back and forth. And um, then I realized that it, Yes, I, I want to support every woman that I can. But at the same time, I have to be also conscious about who are the people that really need me and who are the people I'm best equipped to serve. And um, so I'm Hanan Basha. I'm the business doctor. I'm an empowering business strategist, supporting high-achieving women, uh, reduce their entrepreneurial overwhelm, and build service-based businesses alongside. So. Oh, my God, I love you. Um <laughs> Um, you, <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, like I listen to you now and, you know, you, uh, we, uh, have worked together. Um, you've, you've actually been one of my clients, um, and you now have your own podcast as well that, uh, I helped you set up, um, uh, which, uh, is known as empowered to grow and you share the stories of so many empowered women, um, in, in areas who would never be heard, um, yes which I think is so important, you know, like I think women really need that voice. They need to be heard, particularly in, in, where, in where you are. Uh, yes, you know, there's so much potential in that women was, in business. That was the reasoning for the podcast. Mm. And remember when I, when I first told you, I'm like, mm. okay, Bindi, I'm ready for my podcast now. Yeah. And podcast is Empowered to Grow. And it was based on my Facebook group, which is Empowered to Grow. And in talking with women from around the world, and I think that is one of the things I had to kind of um, unveil for myself is I'm blessed that I could connect with people from around the world. Mm. And um, the, the same stories kept coming up over and over again. Mm. The disempowering, possibly stories that we tell ourselves were the, were the same. But more importantly, the power within us and the mm. power to overcome adversity from every front, from every culture, from every background, we're also coming up as common themes. Mm. And yet we're not stars per se. We're not yeah. celebrities per se. We don't get the millions of followers on, on our social media platforms. And yet, and our stories are just as strong, are just as valuable, are just That's as it. worthy, and they need to be heard. And that's what got me started. I said, I want to reach out to every woman. I'm not saying that I'm avoiding people with million followers. No, nope, please <laughs> Come on board, people. <laughs> we can still feature you. Mm. I'm just saying that every woman across um, this, the broad spectrum of, of life has um, a moment in life that was pivotal for her, that's helped her transformation. 
And from that, she could inspire. I say that they became beacons of light to Mm. inspire others to understand you are not alone. You can go through this. You can grow through this. There are others there out there who can support you along your journey because when we're going through something and I'm, I'm not claiming that I go with the, you know, kind of, I can support people going through trauma or go through war or something. Yeah. I'm not equipped in that sense. Mm. But I'm saying everyday life could be traumatic one way or another. Well, yeah. I'm saying there's someone there that you can reach out to, mm. who can share your story, who could support you one way or another, or who could just inspire you from afar. Mm. Just saying that you can do this too. And that's what I, <clears throat> I love about you. Um, you know, like you, you inspire so many people. And you ask them to step up and tell their story um, through your podcast. And, you know, people, if you're listening now, please, you know, not only (laughs) subscribe to The Ethical Evolution, but go and subscribe to Empowered to Grow because, hey, I'm on there. But, um, you know, um, I think um, I have so many conversations with women who are making a change in the world and, um, you know, I think it's women who have – and I'm not being sexist here. Um, they they have the ability and the, the the power to actually make this change in the world and make that ripple effect go exactly. as far as possible. Exactly, and that's that's the thing I talk about a lot. It's the positive impact ripple mm. effect. Um, I I got like jokingly asked, "Why do you empower women and not men?" I say because <laughs> when I empower one woman that triple impact effect goes across. She empowers everyone by default. Yeah. I realized that personally when I shifted my life around, when I shifted my thinking, my mindset, the way I approach life by default, that started pouring into my husband and our son and my sisters and, you know, and my friends and everyone. And, and I started becoming that. And I started realizing that that is a responsibility for every one of us. Whether we kind of claim it or understand it or acknowledge it or realize it, we are that. And that's why I say, whether you are impacting one person or you're impacting a million people, you can do it. Mm. You do have a voice. You do have an impact. And you are worthy in so many ways. And yet we don't, we don't see it because, you know, yesterday already happened. I've already overcome yesterday. Mm. Today, I'm just battling with today. And I'm sure something's going to come up tomorrow. And we tend to forget how resilient we are, how perseverant we are, how strong we are. And we tend to just say, oh, but but that was normal. Yeah, it's not. A mm. lot of people don't see that. A lot of people can't do what you're doing. So I, as you said, I'm, I'm very passionate about telling women to encouraging them to look within, to understand that their core competences, that things they do naturally without having a second thought to, is a superpower to someone else. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, how could you do that? I'm like, yeah, that's, mm. that's you know. <laughs> that's what I do. standard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's some things that you really don't think, like even basic things like mm. cooking or baking mm. or just tidying up. My, my husband jokes and he's like, yeah, it's Hanan's magic touch. Because I could just, <laughs> you know, especially when our son was growing up and I, within a few minutes, I've tidied up everything. I just call it OCD if you like. I just have a place for everything. It's just, <laughs> I do that, you know, but, but that is something. And I hadn't realized I've been doing it in my parents' home. I've been doing it every time I go to my sisters, I've been doing it <laughs> everywhere I go. Um, for others, they just don't function that way. And, and then 
there are things that they can do. And I was like, oh God, I can't do that. Or that intimidates me. Or, you know, that doesn't come naturally to me. And that's why I say we complement one another. Mm. We Mm. don't compete Mm. as humans, as women especially. We complement one another. We even we could be doing the same job title, mm. but but we kind of do the yin yang. We mm. do the you know the ups and downs. We do whatever it is, and that's another mindset switch that I'm working very hard to advocate for. And that's some, um, you know, I think what you've just uh, demonstrated there is is uh, I think pretty much the relationship between you and I. You know, like yeah. um, we are so similar yet yes. on opposite sides of the world, yet have gone. Mm. St- through similar transformation and offer the same kind of ripple effect to women. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, that's amazing how we kind of complement each other but we don't compete against each other. We yeah, support exactly. each other to grow and, you know, collaborate um, exactly. in a space where we can support each other. And I think that's a beautiful thing that women do naturally, you know, like yes. we just collaborate without question. Your uniqueness does not threaten my uniqueness. No. <laughs> and and that's it. I mean, yes, we talk about seven plus billion people on earth. Yes, we share a lot of human characteristics. <laughs> and yet each one of us is different. Mm. Each one of us has a different voice, a different look, a different approach. There are people who can who can be kind of literally crawling up the wall just by hearing my voice. And that's okay. <laughs> and there are others who are like, they could be mesmerized by me. Mm. You know, and the same for me. We have different energies. We have different styles. And we are unique. And we are all worthy. And we, we are non-threatening to each other. So, or so else you wouldn't have found whole billions of people with the same profession. Mm. So true. Now, Hanan, if we were to ask you, what, what is your mission? What would it be? <sighs> My, my mission aligned with my passion would be that every woman I come across, I cross paths with anywhere in the world, becomes empowered in her own way. Mm. Mm. I love becomes that. Self-empowered in yeah. her own way. Doesn't need to nudge. I mean, sometimes, yes, we do need that poke of, just to remind you of who you are, to remind you that your core shines from within. But beyond that, to understand that you are your own hero Mm. and you could stand on your own two feet. I'm not saying you need to do it alone. Mm. I'm saying create your tribe and everything, but understand that every day you are the hero in your own life. And I would love my message, my mission, through the business doctor, through everything that I do, that every woman understands that and that my slogan really translates that. It's empowered you, empowers others. Oh, my God. We're all, we're all beacons. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And I think that's what I love so much about catching up with you, um, you know, as regularly as we try to do that. Um, um, you know, like we, we kind of feed each other. And I think, um, you know, I can see how you do that for other women and it is so empowering and you are a light in this world that is really needed. So oh, I am so appreciative of, of that. I'm uh, grateful for you. <laughs> 
Now, can you tell us about some of the women that you've helped and the impact that you've made? It's, you know what, I, I really had to step into my own light as well. Mm. I say what I love about coaching, mentoring, working alongside the women is I'm, I'm growing along with them. Mm. And the more we're, we're working together, the more I'm exposing things for myself as well. I'm exposing my own limiting beliefs, my own imposter syndrome, my own feelings of worthiness and everything alongside. Some of the, of the women that really, for me, the things that really resonate are the moments I say I work for the sparkle in the eye. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's it. For me, it's that it's that moment where the eyes just sparkle and, and you realize that she's had a breakthrough. Mm. She, she's seen something for herself, not because I told her, but because she's she's been able to shift her thinking, her perspective, her worldview lens to be able to see that. That could be in business, that could be in mindset, that could be in her own wellness journey. So it's it's been those breakthroughs that have been alongside um a lady I worked with, a beautiful lady, and we became very good friends. And um, she felt very disempowered in her own business because she sat amongst other women in, you know, in an entrepreneurial uh, setting. And they made her feel like she failed because mm. she's been in business two to three years and she hasn't expanded her business. And she was nearly in tears telling me that until I told her, hang on a second, let's look at everything else you've achieved. And let's look at the business. Would you have wanted to get to that milestone? Were you ready for it? No. Okay. What else did you do alongside that? And then, you know, working through it, she realized I, I didn't fail. Mm. I, I've learned so much. I've understood a lot more about my business. And now I know where I don't want to go. And that for her, that, that feeling of accomplishment after being broken mm. one way or another, I mean, or attempted to be broken. I told her, you're not broken. You're amazing. And yeah. don't be that. Um, and don't ever let anyone make you feel that way. Those, those kind of things. And others about um, that she's finally, like, I get a call. I stood up today in the meeting and I said, and I did, I'm like, you found your voice. <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> you know, and it, it, that took about a year and a half. Mm. She found her voice. Others get it within a breakthrough session. Yeah. One session. It, and it's those kind of moments that for me, they fuel my why. They get me through the, oh my God, no one, you know, everyone's ignoring me <laughs> moments. <laughs> and, and they get me up and running and they get me more passionate about my mission because I want to reach more women. Mm. I want more of them to have those aha moments. I want more of them to to have the sparkles in the eyes. Mm. And those are the kind of things. I mean, these are things top of my head. Uh, can't remember anything specific right now because I'm just <laughs> I, I get overwhelmed by the by the totality <laughs> of the experience. <laughs> you know, no, I, I can so relate with you. You know, like um, as as a spiritual coach, you know, like working with clients, just seeing them make true change in any kind of level, I think, um, you know, you it, it resonates with yourself and you're kind of like, oh, you know, like, yeah, they get it, you know, like, and mm-hmm. when you see that flow through to someone and they're making that change in their life and they are experiencing the emotions and the feelings that come with that, mm-hmm. it, is, it is absolutely 
so rewarding. Um, like I, I don't know anything like it, to be honest with you, in everything that I've done anyway. And, and you know what? Sometimes it is as simple as understanding or acknowledging that you have the choice to prioritize yourself in your own life. So true. Yes. So I was working with one of my friends and this was when I first started the, especially the health coaching part. So we're kind mm. of practicing on her and stuff. Mm. And, you know, the, the first thing, I don't have time, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't because mm. full-time employee, mom of two, da, 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 and all their other responsibilities. I just helped her to acknowledge the fact that three minutes a day, mm. a breathing exercise for three minutes a day with a timer on her mobile gave her priority. Mm. That's it. That's how it started. And then she started realizing she's got more time than, than she thought. And then she started fitting in. She started taking lunch to work, mm. a home pack lunch. And she started fitting in an exercise. And, and those are the kind of things, those are the kind of moments that I would love for women to realize that you do have a choice to prioritize you in your own life. Because I thought for so many years, 20 plus years, I deprioritized myself because I felt like I had no choice mm. until I ended up on hospital beds. And theoretically, the doctor saying, I need to hospitalize you because we need to go through a whole series of tests to understand what's wrong with you. And I'm like, I can't afford that luxury. My son's at home, my husband's at work, and I'm an expat and, and, and. And um, I felt like I had no choice. Mm. And, and it, com- it comes back... Yeah, it comes back to the stories we tell ourselves, isn't it? You know, like um, I know I've worked with clients who who are mums, single mums, and, um, you know, have health problems and, uh, you know, are trying to do things better in their life and everything gets piled up and they come last on the list, you know. And I think, you know, in those kind of situations it can be hard to see a way out. But I think, you know, by working with a coach – it can really help you see that you do come first, regardless yeah. of all your other priorities. There's exactly. space for you and you can make that space. Yeah. And it is so important and the changes you can make in your life just from making that space for yourself, yeah. real change can happen in your life. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I and, and I'm, I make sure I'm very clear about that. I mm. say I'm not asking you to walk out on your family no, or no, your responsibilities no. or your commitments. Yeah. I'm not asking you to say, oh, I've got 24 hours for myself and I don't care what everyone else thinks. Yeah. But just understanding that even if you're fitting anywhere between 3 to 15 minutes a day for yourself, mm. that is an achievement. It's a start. Celebrate it. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Celebrate. And, and be kind to yourself and be accommodating to your circumstances. So... You, you can't tell me, like, I work with someone who's got, who's got two babies, mm. and like by a year, year and a half difference between them. And one of them is literally a baby and the other is like a toddler. And she, you know, she was blaming herself that she can't be on top of everything, that mm. she doesn't have the time for herself. And, and we worked through that. But I told her that be kind to yourself. Mm. There are two human beings whose survivability are dependent on you. It's just as, as simple as that. Yes, I, I can tell you, oh, no, you have to get help and you have to have your husband pitch in. And, and, but no, they are initially your responsibility. But I'm also telling you that you are your responsibility. Oh. Let's start with five days. No, yeah. Sorry, five minutes a day. Yeah. 
That's it. Yeah. And like, yes, I, I so agree with you, you know, like um, when you can just change that mindset and understand mm-hmm. that you're also part of that equation and that flows through to your children, you know, like, um, <clears throat> you know, they pick up on your energy and what you do and what your beliefs are and, and you know, the time that you make for yourself, they then pick up on that and then they get those patterns and then they then manifest that in their life. So you've yeah. got to be, and uh, you know, it's taken a long time for evolution to understand that, you know, yes. but now <laughs> where, where we're at, we're going, yeah, okay, I'm feeling it right now, but... Yeah. When we have kids, like they're getting it right now, right? So I think this is the time where we can step in and go, hmm, I want to change their experience moving forward and the other generation beyond that. So this is where our opportunity is to step in and go, hmm, okay, this is what I want to put out there and this is how I want to change that. Yeah. And it's my responsibility to heal me. Yeah. From my generational wounds. Yeah. I've I I I've made peace with everyone. Mm. I uh, I acknowledge and understand that they did the best that they could with what they had and what they knew. I hold no grudges. Mm. And now I take responsibility for my healing and I move forward accordingly because understanding that as you said, the next generation, my son is seeing me. Mm. He's observing how I think, how I talk. The other day he was talking to his friends and he's a clan leader and, you know, Fortnite and those kind of things, and <laughs> yeah. those games. Yeah. And he was sending them voice messages and telling them because apparently they were teasing each other. Mm. He's like, guys, we have to say this and we have to do this. And then after the voice message, he just looks at me. He's like, I st- I'm starting to sound like you. <laughs> that's <laughs> not like, a bad thing. <laughs> I'm like, that's a compliment. Thank you, honey. <laughs> when you're doing the right thing yeah, and they copy you, rational. it's not a bad thing. <laughs> he's being the rational party in all of this. And, and he's to kind of infuse positivity. I'm mm. like, be that. Mm. Be, me. be the best version of yourself that you could be. Mm. And, you know, by influencing that choice, like look at the change you can make so early on. And, you know, I think, um, you know, it's, I'm not going to say it's sad, but it's, um, oh no, there's there's kind of a generation that is unaware of yes. what is happening to them and they just don't have the opportunity to make a change before it's too late. Um, so I think, um, you know, this is, this is where we can truly step in and, um, influence that change in that next generation. Now, Hanan, I know you have a lot on your plate. You've got a family. You, you study like it comes out your ears. Seriously. (laughs) I'm the nerd. Yes. And proud. You're a a total nerd. But I have to ask you, what's been your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it? I think the biggest challenge for me was um, was was kind of twofold. Mm. The the doctor degree was a huge challenge for me. Um, it it took much longer than expected. It was I embarked on it at a time where I was co-founding two businesses. My son was a toddler. I lost the live-in help, the nanny that we used to have. Um, I'm an expat, so I don't have family around. Um, during that time as well, I got ousted from my social circle because apparently I had more aspirations than they'd like. <laughs> it was those kind of things where it was a challenge that 
everything and everyone around me. It's kind of, well, obviously I attracted that because at that time I wasn't ready to, to mm. believe in myself, but everything was set up to make me to make me feel like I can't do it. Yeah. And what's the point? Mm. And thus about six years later, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and the challenge after that was now what? Mm. Who am I? Yeah. Why did I do it in the first place? How's this going to serve me? Um, I had walked out of my last two businesses. Um, so technically I was jobless. I was in debt, of course. I paid for the doctorate. <laughs> um, I was very ill. My body has taken a huge uh, toll. Yeah. And I was just confused. And that led me on to the next challenge. Who am I? What do I want to do in life? What's my purpose? And how could I actually really tap into my potential? Because I felt even at that point, there were people around me that were sending me the messages. Again, as you were saying, I wasn't ready to hear the message. Yeah, I was getting the message that something within me is special, is outstanding. People are attracted to that. I couldn't see it. Mm. And that in itself becomes very challenging because you're getting this message, you're special. You're getting tons of messages, who do you think you are? You're not special at all. And within, I didn't know. I could not see. And that's why I keep talking about reminding yourself of what you've overcome Mm. I could not see, I could not recognize, and I could not appreciate everything I had overcome to date, everything I had achieved. Part of that wall of, of fame behind me that <laughs> yeah. I put up for myself yeah. is, is to remind myself of my achievements, my certifications, my accreditations, things I worked very hard for. I wasn't granted these things. I worked years and days and months and, you know, I and spent my resources, and I talk about resources a lot, and that's my time, my energy, my money, and my knowledge. I invested all of those to invest in me, to make me a better version, so I could support those around me in a better way. Mm. So all of this, coming out of all of this, I was just angry and resentful for at mm. least two years. Yeah. My body was taking a hit after hit after hit. And believe it or not, it was one coaching call that got me got the spark. It was like, um, he stopped me and it was my first ever coaching call and beautiful gentleman. And, uh, he's like, why are you using this statement over and over again? Not good enough. Mm. And it's like, whoa, it was like, you know, some the major, most major aha moment in my life. I had not realized that I had been living my life through that lens. Mm. And that is what triggered my my awareness yeah my understanding and and it, it has been everyday challenge since then to understand that I am not at the end of the line I'm never gonna reach there I call this first I used to think it's it's kind of the caterpillar butterfly journey mm. so your caterpillar you go to cocoon and then you come out and you emerge as a butterfly only recently had I switched that around to say you come out as a butterfly and then you go back in another cocoon and then you come out as a butterfly and you go back again. And it's a cyclical thing. Mm. It's a beautiful, like, you know, you get to that point, but that's not the end of the line. That's not the only milestone you're getting. You have to go back in again and go through the gooey phase, <laughs> the gooey, messy healing <laughs> phase 
to come out to Bedford and then go back and then keep keep doing that until, um, well, until our last breath. And, and then I, the legacy is on. <laughs> and I think that's what you've just explained there is the ethical evolution. Yeah. Because, you know, um, it's a constant evolution. It never sure. stops. And our healing is eternal. It never ends. And to think, you know, okay, I've gone and done all this healing. I'm good now. Let's just move on and just get on with life. That's not how this works. You know, like it is eternal. It does not stop. And if you think that, oh, I've done this program and I've done this and I've done that, I'm all good. Um, You know, I've got all these certifications. I am the business. No, you are always evolving. Every single day, every single cell in our body evolves. And the sure. moment our minds can keep up with that, magic happens. Yeah. I say now, even after with everything, a doctorate in business, all the certifications, all the accreditation, everything, I say every single day mm. I am unlearning, relearning, and learning something new. Yeah. It's an unlearning every day, isn't it? Like yeah. everything that we thought we knew is mm. not what we need. And on a personal level, as you said, even on, on a personal, mental, emotional, physical transformation, it's the same thing for me. It's understanding that I don't stop to heal. Mm. I keep going, but yeah. I, I keep the open mind that knowing that, okay, I thought, yes, this part, I have more understanding of it now. There are more layers, but I'll keep going until those layers. And I just had a breakthrough a few couple of days ago, actually, because um, most of my tribe, as you know, and you have the same thing. We were healers and, mm. and therapists and counselors and coaches and stuff. So <laughs> every every talk is a is a mutual. I call it collective healing session. Yeah. And uh, one of my friends just um, helped me see through something that was like, "Yep, thank you. That's that's it. That's that's the, is one of my blocks, and I can see it. I can recognize it now. And now I need to." to work on healing that. And that's it. You know, sometimes it can be so unexpected, can't it? Because um, I think the universe gives you what you need when you need it. Um, And it's not until that you're in the right place that it shows up. So I think, you know, when you uh, make yourself ready for that moment, the universe shuffles and goes, okay, I'm going to meet you in the middle here. Exactly. (laughs) So I think that's what's happened there for you. Yeah. Now, Hanan, I have to ask you, can you define what being ethical means to you? That's a toughie. <laughs> <laughs> For me, being ethical means that you do not consciously take away someone's someone else's right of being. So whether they who they need to be to be themselves Mm. that you do not consciously take that away from them by by being mean by by um by taking away or or by abusing them one way or another emotionally mentally physically financially by um believing that you deserve more than they do and taking away kind of any mm. of their resources, whether um, deliberately or, uh, well, actually by force or, or not. 
being ethical is not a gray area for me. Mm. It's, it's, it's respecting that every human being has the right to be. Mm. To be, that means to, to breathe, to think, to talk, to eat, to drink, to sleep, to be who they are. I love that. I absolutely love that answer. And, <clears throat> you know, I have interviewed dozens and dozens of people with that exact same question. And um, just to be and to be yourself and to have those rights in life and to just be. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's as simple That's, as that. It's as simple as that. You can't say that's a gray area, you know, whether it's ethical or not. You know, there are areas where we're like, "Eh, well, that could be a gray area. But ethics is not. I mean, the simple things we were were raised with. You don't steal, you don't cheat, Mm. you don't murder, you don't don't Mm. do those things. But growing up and I think realizing with with the awareness of, of who you are as a person and who you are becoming, you realize that even being sometimes is is not a choice for people because mm. others are unethically taking that away from them. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And you know, um there's there's a link here um and I know it's a very loose one, but it's it's actually not. Um in you know, looking at um what ethical means and looking at the 10 commandments. Like, you know, there's kind of a loose connection there. Um, and, you know, a lot of people that I've spoken to, there's there's definite links there, you know. And we're not being religious here, um, but no. it's just, it's an no, abs- it's, absolute it's connection. Being, the right, your right as as a human being, as a living being, as as someone who we were all destined to share this earth together. Mm. Mm. So beautiful. Now, Hanan, I know, as I said, you always have so much going on. And every time I catch up with you, I'm like, oh my God, you're doing this now, you're doing that. Oh. Um, I have to ask you, what's your future plans and what are you working on at the moment? Um, I'm actually working on releasing my signature entrepreneurial program um that would be september october so i'm gonna get ready to uh kind of start talking about it and launching it september sometime so Mm -hmm. whether i'm launching it second half of september beginning of october that is one thing that i actually put together i wrote this program october 2019 and yet as you said somehow somewhere the universe kept telling me i'm not ready for it or maybe I kept telling myself I'm not ready yeah, for it. Yeah, you know, there's messages everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and now I feel I'm 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 becoming I'm stepping into the space where I'm ready to launch this program. So that is definitely something that uh, I'll be able to share a lot more about within by the end of the summer. But other than that, I'm I'm always passionate about um, my podcast. Mm. So um, that is something that I, I also had to shy away from it for about a month and a half, two months, because I was like, okay, who am I? What am I saying? Mm. What's my message? And then I had to remind myself again with the conversations that we had and, and the conversations I've had with other amazing women. I was like, I'm 
I'm facilitating their voice. Yeah. It's not about me. It's about every woman that needs to be heard. And uh, that got me back again uh, stronger. Um, I started showing up more on uh, live on my group, Empower to Grow on Facebook and on Clubhouse. You know, that we have the rooms Mm. now. I am collaborating with um, other amazing ladies to to deliver rooms with value. And I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm showing up. Yeah. I think that's that's the bottom line of everything I'm doing. I'm just I'm showing up for anyone who needs that dose of positivity to understand and and not I always talk about positivity as in I don't believe it's about being detached from reality and it's not about denial. It's about the ability to look at whatever is happening in your life and still being able to see how can you extract a lesson that empowers you to move forth. Mm. And, um, you know, there's so many platforms that you and I uh, collaborate on and, um, you know, I guess there's two things I want to ask you on the back of what you just said. And one of those is um, how important has it been for you to actually find your voice and to share the voices of others through your podcast? Life-changing. It was life-changing because... I realized, it's not that I didn't realize I, don't, I didn't have a voice before, but I realized the power of our voices, mm. individually and collectively. When I started getting messages from some of the ladies that, that were impacted, and, and it was like, oh my God, you know, and, and it's amazing, again, because our life is so contextual, mm. the meaning it is very individualistic as per our what's happening from in our lives and from our worldview lens so I could be saying like I said something along the line one of my webinars I said that um every rejection is a redirection Mm. it it just came to me as I was saying I don't know if I had heard it somewhere else or how I brought it together whatever it is and and one of the ladies who who had signed up for the webinar she sent to me she's like Oh my God, that for me was exactly, you know, kind of, you, she, she brought it into her life with context. And that's why for me, it became very important to understand that every time I showed up, and that's why I keep saying I show up. It's not about being live, even showing up through um, a question that I pose on the group, through a post that I write, through an image that I share. Every time I show up, someone benefits. Mm. Every voice I facilitate, someone benefits. It could be one person. I'm hoping that it could be a million people in the future or millions of people in the future. But for the time being, I know that it is a privilege and a responsibility. And And I absolutely love that I've helped to facilitate that. Can I just say? Exactly. Um, Remember when I reached out, I'm like, okay, Bindi, we have to do this. (laughs) You know, you have to do this and that. Bindi, please do it on my behalf. You're hired. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) I need the job. I need this done. I was ready. Mm, Yeah. And, you know, I, I was just watching you then and listening to you and I could see you, you actually moved. I could see you were almost at tears. Um, so this has a deeper impact than just a surface level. And that, that, that means my job is done. Yes. 
Remember the remember when I interviewed you? Mm. It was like I had my questions and I was my voice you were nervous shaky yeah I I was nervous even though I had done tens of podcasts before that but because I felt the responsibility of um see I'm I'm crying now she's crying now guys (laughs) I've got it on camera she is crying (laughs) because I I felt the responsibility of of channeling the voice of women from around the world Mm. of channeling their strength and the more I, I say, surrendered to my power, to my, um, to my superpower, my vulnerability, my understanding, my accommodation of every woman I spoke to, the more that flowed and the more impact I could create. And the more I kept getting the direct and indirect messages saying, you were meant to do this. Mm. And um, when I used to say, remember when we spoke last year, when I was embarking on this, I'm like, okay, I got dubbed, um, appearing on podcast, I got dubbed Dr. Feelgood and Oprah <laughs> of the Middle East. And, and I was like, okay, I love that. And Hello, that Oprah. really, really intimidated me. Like it scared me mm. because it's a huge responsibility. Step up. They, exactly. Hey. Stepping into it, mm. I now say that my vision is to become my own unique version of the unique collage of Oprah and Tony Robbins stomach coming from the Middle East to serve the world. Ooh, I felt that. I feel it. <laughs> I feel the weight of it. Mm. And it excites me. It's just Hanan. Exactly. You, you combine those things and it's just Hanan. Exactly. Um, and it is so goddamn powerful, can I just say. <laughs> um, and this is what I really, really love about podcasts. Um, and I could bang on about this for days, um, is just when it's mission-driven and you have a purpose, look at what the change that you can make in the world. Exactly. Um, you know, like just this podcast itself that we're on right now. Um, You know, we got a little bit lost there in the moment. But (laughs) I think, um, you know, if we think about just this podcast alone, um, the change it's made in the world, like I I can't even quantify that for you in this moment, but it's saving lives. It is absolutely saving lives. It's making money. It's, It's changing business. It's changing thoughts. It's changing decisions. And not just here in Australia, Middle East, US, Africa, wherever. It's global. You know, like we are in 18 countries at the moment talking to people around the world. And the power of podcasts is so, like, you know, if you just sat down, you analyse that. It is incredible. And what you're doing, what I'm doing, what we're sharing with each other. Like if everyone sat down and they put their powers to good through a podcast, imagine the change we could see in the world. Yes. Okay, that's my rant. I'm getting on my soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) But but that is it, Binny, and and that's the point. It's we have been conditioned growing up that that to make an impact, you need to, well, first you need to have the, the celebrity status, you need to reach millions of people, you need a huge investment, and you need decades. No you need is a mic you get I got that on Amazon well this is number two because I had to change the, how I'm comfortable about it 
you need uh, a channel as in a device, whether even you can do that from your mobile or you have a laptop or whatever it is or an iPad or whatever it is that works for you. And you need to talk. You need to share. You need to have, you need to. You need a voice. You need a voice and you need a purpose. And, you know, that's something that you and I both do. And um, I think, you know, like this, I think I read the other day, there's something like 2.2 million podcasts in the world. Um, But how many make an impact like yours and mine do? I don't know. I wish every one of them does. But but imagine if that ripple effect was 2.2 million. Imagine that. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine if each of them reaches 100 people. Incredible. That's impact right there. Yeah. So. Now, (laughs) oh, no, I've made you cry. It's been quite an emotional (laughs) experience. Um, I have to ask you, how can people find out more about you and get in touch with you, Hanan? Well, I'm... um, I'm on every, of course, everyone says that I'm on every platform. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can, um, I've got my website, hananelbasha.com, H-A-N-A-N-E-L-B-A-S-H-A.com. I'm on Facebook, HB, The Business Doctor. Uh, My Facebook group, Empower to Grow, the podcast, Empower to Grow. Um, I'm also on Clubhouse, hanan.elbasha. There is a club on Clubhouse, empowered to grow <laughs> and um i'm on linkedin and youtube the same thing just with my name so there's uh, an instagram hb underscore the business doctor mm, the business doctor is the business <laughs> <laughs> now i got the last big question for you and yes. i think you know what's coming what's uh, i'll try <laughs> to, to think the best <laughs> What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? I'd like to see people kinder. Mm. Being kinder to themselves, being kinder to the people they love, being kinder to strangers, being kinder online. I see that kindness brings on Empathy brings on um, love, brings on collaboration, brings on understanding, brings on uh, brings on every other positive thought, emotion, feeling, and action. Where people are cruel, Cru- cruelty is is kind of really kind of just cancerous right now. And with everything that happened in the world over the past year and a half. I had the the faith that people would become kinder and more empathetic with each other. And unfortunately, that has not been the case. I wish people are kinder. I wish they're kinder on themselves first. Because I think when you're kind to yourself, mm. you appreciate yourself. You hold the space for yourself. You love yourself. It's very difficult to come from a place of, of cruelty to everyone else when you come from that space. Mm, couldn't agree more and I think you know it's one of those things you can't love someone else unless you love yourself first and it's the same with kindness you know um and happiness is it's one of those things what the once it's shared it's multiplied um of which there are not many things in this world that when you share them they multiply 
So, um, yes, I think that is a very important thing for us to share and grow and uh, to change this world. Um, So I could not agree more. Hanan, this (laughs) has been absolutely beautiful. I cannot thank you enough, my friend, for being a part of the ethical evolution. I completely love you. Thank you so much. I'm grateful for you and I love you and thank you for the opportunity and I knew this was going to be amazing anyway. <laughs> it was just another conversation of ours. We just happened to record We're just sharing. this time. <laughs> thank you, Wendy. And thank you for, for your commandeering an amazing mission and message to the world. Mm. We need it. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric acid.